Bitches, yeah, we've it's, it's been a while. And it has, yeah, it's been a it's a lot's been going on. It's been busy and everything. I was happy that there was like a little recap of the first two episodes at the start of this one when I started it. It showed all the highlights. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've said like we've just been busy. Honestly, I've got like the finals of my uni stuff, and I've got some work stuff going on. So I'm kind of just that that meme that's like Nicki Minaj, Roman Reloaded, um, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, things have been busy because like I'm moving in a, like a week, so that's been a a lot of my time and plus new pokemon snap came out so you know yeah we have to take a pokemon sabbatical um but mm-hmm. we're back now <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy when you have to spend like a hundred hours playing new pokemon snap to find times to do other stuff no, so it is, it's not it's, my it's, fault no i i really don't think anyone can blame us so we, we tried our best um but we're back yeah i guess like we can do the the recap of the recap um i think yeah we'll explain stuff i guess like as you as we go along but pretty much the only thing is like so ryan bad kid uh sandy's his defense lawyer and then now he's ryan's living at sandy's place and sandy's rich and seth's his son and um i guess the main thing that happened is that like I, I don't know i'm just gonna assume you guys know the basis of the oc but the main thing we'll get into because it's the start of the episode basically um ryan decided like they decided to stay in one of kirsten's like uh show homes which then burnt down um as <laughs> as ryan and luke were having a fight it's all very fucking dramatic um and then they fessed up to what happened so yeah, we start the episode with Ryan in jail. Yeah. He so Sandy comes to go visit him in jail, uh, to talk to him about everything. And basically, like, Luke is getting out of jail because his mommy came to pick him up, uh, because he's, you know, rich and has a family. But Ryan is kind of like stuck there because, you know, his mom's obviously missing and is not coming to pick him up or anything. So like, he's basically just still there. And I mean, like, there's some good news, which is like, Kristen's company dropped all the arson charges. So I guess that's kind of good. It's just he doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, that and I think they say like Luke doesn't have any priors. Um, yeah. I, and I, I can't tell if he's meant to be in juvie or if he's in like, adult prison um because <laughs> can't I, tell. <laughs> I can't tell because on the one hand like ryan looks like a baby i know mm-hmm. he's played by an adult but like he he looks young and then there are men with fucking mustaches and tattoos yeah um, i don't get it matt and i were talking about how baby he looks even though um fucking ben mckenzie is like 27 years old and i'm just thinking about like the comparison of ben mckenzie and the oc to the fucking dear evan hansen trailer (laughs) just like how he's like the most 
that is like the most senior citizen 27 year old actor I've seen in my life. I'm saying this as someone who's 30. He has sunken in eye bags. And like, I, I obviously know a lot of actors and I, I know a lot of like actors who are in their early 20s who are very talented and could take on the role. And I also know people who are like 20, like in their mid 20s to whatever, who, who still look young right yeah yeah um but this man has like hollowed out cheeks and i think in something he said like oh i lost weight so i look younger have you ever seen a teenager they got chubby little fucking faces they you don't do lose. they have round fucking faces and he's got like a sunken in face also because he lost weight so mm-hmm. he's he's like his face is like sunken in like the thing they do <laughs> literally for like surgery if you wanted to yeah. look younger, they would put they would put filler in your face to make it look rounder. I don't understand why he lost weight. I don't know. Like I imagine he can play a seventeen year old pretty well on Broadway because well, yeah, like, because on Broadway, you can't see his face up close. <laughs> I was gonna say because you're several feet away. Like, yeah, exactly. And I get that it's like oh he really you know because he played Evan Hansen for ages. So I'm like okay, obviously he really understands the character, but. Mm. At the same time, like, okay, do you know what? In My Fair Lady, do you know what they didn't do? They didn't talk, they didn't cast Julie Andrews, right? Yeah. She did the sound of music. Mm -hmm. You can, you can still put him in a movie. Mm -hmm. Even though Julie Andrews played fucking Eliza Doolittle for like a year, like you can cast someone else. There are other people who are talented and charismatic is the thing. You could cast someone like Ben McKenzie, who still could look theoretically like he's in high school, even though he's absolutely way older than a 17-year-old. What, now? No, I mean, like, oh, in, in, the, like, yeah, yeah. in the OC, where it's like, yeah. okay, it's fine to cast a 27-year-old here, because he does, like, he is very baby. Yeah, like, all of them, really. I guess apart from mm-hmm. Luke, who looks old as fuck. But, like, <laughs> all of them were a bit older i think apart from uh marissa um be- like, apart from misha barton like i think she was like actually quite young but then she had done a lot of child acting before so mm-hmm. i i mean that's the thing is like for the casting a teenage role you either get someone who's in their early 20s who looks younger or you get a a, a young person who has done uh, acting before. It's not that difficult, guys. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it really isn't. And I mean, like, I'm complaining about that movie trailer as someone who watches Riverdale. So, like, yeah. I have a pretty low bar for, like, or high bar? I don't know what... I'm trying to say I have a very high tolerance for people being yeah. adults playing teenagers. <laughs> but, like... I'm saying you know this I mean. as someone who's seen Grease more times than they can count. <laughs> yeah, um, true. So I'm, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. I was saying to Stephanie before we started that, like, I watched this episode with my mother, so I didn't really take accurate notes, but <laughs> she kept singing Sandy from Greece. Fair? Yeah. And I was like, all oh, right. That's, yeah. Was, now that's going to be in my head every time I fucking watch the OC. Thank you, mother. Um, 
but yeah, so they're in prison. Like, I can't tell. I'm yeah, I don't understand how fucking the California legal system works. So I don't know if he'd technically be if that's a crime enough to be held in like the county jail, or if there's a juvenile facility he can be held at. But yeah, I don't know. it seems like a real jail to me. It seems like a real jail, but then also like later on in the episode, he gets like jumped in the fucking um like cafeteria and i'm like you're telling me there's like not a single guard in the cafeteria yeah i right? don't <laughs> i really don't know it seems like a place you'd want a guard when there's a lot of people there and also like sharp objects yeah maybe but they gotta make it they really gotta emphasize how dangerous it is it's dangerous you guys uh hmm. so yeah sandy's there and he's like well if you had a legal guardian then you'd be out of jail. However, you don't, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. he is doing his best for Ryan, but, like, Ryan's also super jaded at this point. He's kind of just like, yeah, I I really just don't think any good is, like, not, there's no good solution to this, so, like, don't even try to help me, basically. Yeah, he also says that he doesn't want to see his mother, so, like, don't find her. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go back to the Cohen's house where everything is happier. Well, kind of. Seth is grounded. <laughs> yeah. And which, like, where else would he be going? Um, but he's he's kind of, in, he's obviously like, well, why can't we just be his legal guardian? Um, mm-hmm. And Kirsten's, again, like, it's not adopting a puppy, Seth. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of having, I mean, they're having the same kind of debate of, like, Kirsten is trying to be realistic. Seth obviously wants Ryan in the house. Sandy's kind of caught in the middle. Um, but the other thing is, so Kirsten is planning. She's part of like a the planning committee, I guess. The noopsies. Yeah, it's really just like all the fucking the moms of OC of Newport Beach yeah. are all getting together, and they're hosting like a charity casino event. Yeah. And as they come over, they're like, Julie's like explaining to one, to one of them, like, no, this isn't the house that burned down. It was one of other ones. Like, good thing Kirsten has all these developments. And like, Sandy's just like overhearing them talking. And then as he heads out, cause they're kind of just being extremely judgmental about like, like, oh, they brought Ryan into this community, like, blah. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to go find another kid to bring home. Like, maybe I'll bring home a black kid this time or an Asian kid. <laughs> See you later, everybody. And they're just, like, staring at him. And I'm like, oh, Sandy, marry me. Um, But, yeah, he's like that. And, I mean, also the woman who's like, this house looks pretty good considering it was meant to burn down yesterday. Like, How well done. Is she? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um but yeah then they sit down and it's all very it's, it's all just very like fucking stupid tangential conversation they're like oh but do we want a monte carlo theme or do we want um a, a vegas theme do like it's, yeah do we want atlantic city like what are we gonna do and obviously kirsten is just dying inside it's like not conversation she wants to have she's an intelligent woman um because mm-hmm. again later they'll they complain about how she works imagine a working mother um <laughs> but like sh- she's an intelligent woman she doesn't really want to be having stupid conversations like this it doesn't really matter yeah no um so she 
<laughs> she like takes a Bellini and goes outside. And <laughs> Seth is trying to sneak out and just runs into her like drinking outside away from them all. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's good. And he's like trying to sneak out because he wants to go visit Ryan and he's obviously grounded. So Kristen's just like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like, no. And, um, and he, yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, I was going to go see Ryan. And she's like, no. And then he's like, do you want to come with me? And then she just looks in at all these women. And she's like, oh, give me 15 minutes to wrap up. Yeah. I love this for her. I love that she has all these people in her house and she's just like, bye, I'm leaving. Immediately, immediately, one minute into the conversation, she's like, please get out of my house. <laughs> well, like, mood, they're all being just super judgmental and they're all like, I'm sorry, but like, this one woman comes over and is like, this is the house that burned down. And it's like, do you not know Kirsten at all? Like, do you not know what her job is that she like has model homes? Like, I don't understand you're in her house do you not know this not even that i'd be like do you have eyes bitch um well yeah that too yeah that too i think i'd be like this person is so stupid that like to have them in my home is really quite insulting so i'm gonna ask them to leave um (laughs) it's impressive if she wraps up the conversation that quickly though i'm very proud of her especially Uh, when the conversation is like oh well like you know there's a difference between monte carlo night and las vegas night because you know last or monte carlo night would be a black tie event and we don't do more than one black tie event in one month and it's like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) what does this mean yeah i'm like this is Kim, there's people that are dying. Um, yeah, literally that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, so yeah, so Seth goes to Marissa's house and like we get a scene of Marissa and Summer hanging out. And I, I mean, Matt's comment about how Rachel Bilson is just like topless in every episode so far. Love that for her. Yeah. Although she was probably like 17. I I don't know how old yeah how old she was at the time, but she very much like because the first two episodes like the only time she shows up has been at parties where she's in a bikini, and then she's like in this episode, and she's like, I don't care if your dad sees me topless. I'm taking my shirt off and putting this on instead. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yep, because <laughs> Marissa's like my dad's home, and she's like mm, even better. Like true, okay, I'm gonna fuck your dad. It's the worst thing anyone can ever say to you, but... I would be really disturbed if any of my friends said that to me in my house. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, me too. And my dad was there. Um, No, she was like 22, so I think we're good. Yeah, that that seems pretty normal. I feel like it would be like, if she had been, like, younger, it's... I don't know, I feel like it would have been weird for them to have her do that not that it's unheard of but no i mean i think recently um misha barton has said that she felt like bullied on the set mainly by the guys by some of the guys i mean she didn't name names but i'm like that sucks um yeah especially as i think she was one of the younger ones Mm -hmm. so i don't blame her for stepping back from acting really Um, yeah no for sure and from the show in general so that sucks um but yeah, they're they're in there, and then uh, Marissa is trying to call Luke, who is not speaking to her. Um, we get a scene. <laughs> so Summer's fantasy comes true. Uh, Marissa's dad like opens the door. He really should have knocked. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're not knocking, when once your kids are fucking hit puberty, you knock. 
That's when we're at yeah. knocking stages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I think you can knock and then just go in. But like, you knock and wait for them to come. Uh, yeah. Once we're at, once we're at like eleven. Um, so yeah, so he opens the door and he's like, "Oh, sorry," and someone's just like, "It's fine." Uh, and Seth's there, and he asks Marissa if, if she wants to come, and she says no because the whole Luke situation like is kind of awkward. And also, Summer's there, yeah. so she doesn't really want to ditch Summer. It's, it's I don't know. Seth seems to take it kind of personally when I don't. He's think also it- being a little creep too. Like when he sees Summer and his face is just like, like literally, you can you can hide your face. Like you cannot do that face when you see someone else. With- he literally is just going kind of like, oh, 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 jobless girl, <laughs> and he's like smiling. <laughs> you can hear like a boing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cringy and she when she closes the door to speak to Seth she's like what's that Seth a Star Wars convention <laughs> and he's like you could have at least said X-Men I guess because this is uh-huh. 2003 so X-Men was like really cool um, and uh-huh. yeah she says no Seth kind of seems to take it personally I don't think it's that big of a deal I mean she's she's saying no because of Luke I guess and also because Ryan said like I don't want to see you anymore. But at the same time, yeah. I don't know. She doesn't really owe him anything. She knew him for like a fucking week. Yeah, like it is. She says it's complicated and it, it is. Like she yeah. does barely know Ryan at this point. So like fair. And I mean, the way she left the house when Hallelujah was playing and she was crying. Like I don't really blame her for not wanting to, you know, get involved in this mess again. No, no. She, she truly only knew him for like a couple of days. Um. So, so yeah, they go to the jail. Um, well, actually, I guess we get the scene of Ryan getting jumped in the cafeteria. Um, there's like the guy he's from, um, he is the same guy from Veronica Mars. Okay. I don't, I've only seen a few episodes of Veronica Mars, but. Yeah, same. But I, I recognized him and then it was in the, the trivia for this episode. Okay. But he's, he's basically playing like a tough guy. And yeah, they very much were like, let's racialize this as much as we can. They were like, yeah, let's 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 get the Latino guy in here and kind of make it look like he's in a gang. Um, and then he's just gonna randomly attack the white guy. Don't ask questions. I will say, like, I did yeah. notice. I don't know the the show is very white, and then as soon as they're in the prison, everyone is like black or brown. Yes, and they also have like a different filter over the prison scene. So it's, it's it yeah. reminds me of like in the Americans how like the US is just shot in like regular film and then you go to Russia and everything has like a blue filter on it so that you know you're in the Soviet Union. <laughs> how else would you know it was cold if it's not blue? Yeah. Or like uh, when Breaking Bad goes to Mexico and everything. How else red. would you know you're yeah. in Mexico if it's not orange? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Or when they're like, let's do something, and this scene is in the Middle East, and everything's just brown. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How else would I know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, everyone in prison, because prison's scary, is brown. Um, don't worry about it. I mean, I know, like, the demographics of jails and prisons and stuff is, like, massively fucking skew-with, but, I mean, yeah. casting-wise, it's very obvious um yes. 
so they yeah this guy like jumps him like puts a plastic fork up to his neck enough to leave fucking vampire bites and mm-hmm. for some reason has a massive issue with ryan and i don't know why i guess they're trying to do like i don't know pick on the fucking small guy thing you know but also like there's not any reason not really like there's one part in this uh, in the episode where ryan is like walking and he kind of bumps into this guy's shoulder and the guy's yeah. like i'm gonna fucking kill you exactly it's like <laughs> it ex- it's like a lot it's like i don't know if like it, it like the only thing i could figure out is like is it because he's white or like is it just they're like pick- they're like picking on the pre-boy or something but to go it makes sense no to, like, idea to uh, to me i don't know obviously i've not been to prison but like it makes sense to like if a guy bumps into you like fucking don't do that again i'll fucking kill you why you uh-huh. would jump someone in front of everyone i don't know for literally no reason like i don't know <laughs> unless you're trying to like look like a fucking tough guy which I I guess? I, I get, but like, why would you th- fucking tr- like nearly fucking stab a dude f- for yeah. what? That's a bit. <laughs> that's a bit much. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so that we know Ryan's in danger, and if he doesn't get out soon, he's gonna die. Yeah. How else would he figure out that maybe being in jail is like bad? I don't. If we, if it's not obvious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that scene is like unnecessary because in this scene it's like enough. So. Uh, Kirsten and Seth are going in. Obviously, they're, they're like shitting themselves and they're just in the waiting. They're in the fucking visitor center, like, calm down. Um, yeah. and they go and sit down with Ryan and they're like, Seth's talking to him. Kirsten's just kind of standing there, I guess. Um, and the, the guy, the, the crazy guy from before, I would say like crazy, like crazy. Um, he starts like catcalling Kirsten and it's really awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, hey, smile for me, pretty lady. Um, again, no guards. Um, no one to getting him to stop. And especially like, I feel like in visitor areas is absolutely one of the places you would have guards absolutely absolutely you would have loads of guards in that set like you would have loads because especially one where there's no like barrier in between them um it's just like a free it's like you know the one from arrested development like everyone's just at tables um and it's no touching yeah no touching (laughs) exactly no touching um so no there's no guard to be like hey shut up um so he's he's catcalling her and ryan's like hey watch it and he st- he stands up for kirsten gets does he get his shit rocked yeah he kind of does because then the guy comes over and he's like Are you telling me to stop doing this and he's comp not complimenting he's commenting on her body shape and everything and then him and the guy get in this big fight right before that kirsten's just like seth we are leaving and (laughs) but yeah then they get in a big fight yeah they get in a big fight and then we like the guards finally fucking come in and break it up uh again i don't this is the worst fucking jail how could you not break out (laughs) i don't understand there's no guards anywhere um but yeah they finally come break it up and then we go to the next scene and it's back at the cohen's house uh sandy comes home and 
he's like but you can hear video games playing and he's like seth i thought i told you no video games and he turns around and oh ryan and seth are playing like ps2 together (laughs) it's cute and then (laughs) sandy's just like kirsten we can't just keep jerking him around like this and like taking him home and then letting him go to jail and then taking him home (laughs) <laughs> she's like i couldn't just leave him there they were gonna kill him sandy <laughs> they were gonna ki- i mean like, they didn't even have to have like they were gonna kill him just have like he stood up for her and she mm-hmm. realized that like oh no he is a good kid like he put himself in danger to protect her yeah you know and mm-hmm. that's just like she- and then maybe she comes around to it and she's like yeah okay we need to we still need to find his mother or like get him into a, a care you know of an of an adult of some sort um but at the same time like he he's not he didn't the fire was an accident and he also put himself at risk for me like he's a good kid you know that's a logical step i think for a human being to make yeah no it makes sense in this context for the develop this development to happen yeah mm-hmm. um um, I think yeah. we go to Julie and Marissa next. They, oh my god, their whole mother-daughter dynamic is so stressful. I mean, it's very realistic, <laughs> I think. But, like, Marissa's just being, like, kind of mopey. And Julie's like, oh, honey, why are you so sad? Just because, you know, that boy is in love with you, but you only knew him for, like, a day. And Marissa's like, he doesn't love me, mom. And she's like, well, why doesn't he love you? Are you too, are you too good for him? <laughs> like, is, yeah, he just- good? is he good? Is he too good for you? I was like, I mean, this is, I mean, that's how my mom reacts to things. If I'm like, yeah, the boy, I'm like, this boy, I got dumped. She's like, but what, why would anyone dump you? I'm like, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just so weird that she, uh, she's like, uh, why are you sad, honey? Ugh, just because someone's in love with you. Like, she didn't actually ask why she's sad. She doesn't care. No, not at all. She's just, it's, it's extremely patronizing. And then just yeah. Marissa kind of eventually just, cause Julie keeps going on, like, you can't throw away everything you have with Luke for some delinquent. Like, you just, you know, you need to just go all in with Luke and I, blah, blah, blah. I mean, okay. I get, I mean, we learned a little bit more about Julie that, like, she kind of grew up, um, uh, like, working class. But uh, Marissa has not. So it's not like Marissa needs to marry up. Um, and also, like, she's, like, 16. Who the fuck cares? Like, Julie didn't marry the guy she was dating when she was 16. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no. It, I, I, like, I know that moms are just like this a lot yeah. of the time, but it's very, like, it, the Marissa-Luke relationship really just doesn't, I mean, I know she just wants, the, well, this is not exactly what she wants. I was going to say she just wants her daughter to be happy, but, like, I feel like that's not true. No. But she she wants to have the illusion of thinking yeah, she wants her to daughter have, like, is happy. The- the perfect family, I guess, of, yeah. you know, my girl, my, my daughter has like, a, you know, a nice, a nice handsome boyfriend who she'll end up marrying and they'll have beautiful children. Um, she doesn't seem to really care about like Marissa's career or like college or anything. Um, it's more just like, oh, you put time and effort into this boy. So obviously you need to stick with it. That's not how it works. Um, like, and how much kid says slurs. I don't want to marry him. 
Yeah, and how much time and effort has she put into him? She's like 16. She must have only been dating him for like a year tops like yeah probably it's 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 a little ridiculous and marissa's kind of just like to get her mom to go away she's just like you know what mom you're right (laughs) and julie's like yeah i know and walks away (laughs) yeah she's (laughs) it's just so fucking weird julia julie is just like I fucking love Julie. I still haven't listened to that OC podcast yet. The I need the other to. one that's probably yeah. better than this. Um, but I, I do really need to because yeah. I fucking love her. Yeah. She is one of the best characters on this show. Like, terrible person. Terrible, mm. terrible person. But, like, great character. We love Julie yeah. Cooper. <laughs> Every, like, I know soap operas in the UK are kind of different to soap operas in the US. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing that unites them, or one of the things, is a soap bitch. Like, every soap opera needs just, like, a fucking glamorous, beautiful woman who's a fucking bitch. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, you love to hate her, and that's kind Uh of Julie. Like, this is a bit different to a soap. Like, it does, I think, get a bit more into, like, like, I think she gets more character development, you know, further down the line. But right now, you're just like, Ugh, with have like velour tracksuits. Uh huh. Yeah, I she's fucking love the absolutely woman. Absolutely that. Yeah, <laughs> she's incredible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she has some really good moments this episode. She gets to do a lot more than the last couple. It's we'll get there. But um, yeah. in the meantime, uh, Kirsten doesn't really know what to do with Ryan because like he's just at home and she has stuff to do and is like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, take him with me? And Sandy's like, yeah, bring him. The ladies are going to love Ryan. <laughs> the noobsies will love him. <laughs> yeah, Which- they're like, oh, yeah, no, they're not. They fucking are terrified of him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah, so they, is this where afterwards they, they set up the party or do we have the thing with Sandy next? I think we go to them setting up the party next, I think. Yeah. So they go to set it up, um, and uh, uh, Julie's there, and she's talking to the women. And she like she's like, oh, Kirsten's here. And then she sees Seth and Ryan. She's like, oh, hi. Uh, very fake, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Marissa, is, Marissa and Luke are also there, so you get the kind of thing of, I think we hear a little bit earlier from from Ryan and Seth that, uh, like, Ryan basically tells Seth what happened, and Seth is like, just take it back. Yeah. Just just take it back. That'll work. Uh, <laughs> Seth so, doesn't know anything about anything, but I don't think Seth fine. has ever spoken to a woman that is not his mother or maid, uh, no. but we'll see. And... <laughs> so yeah so they're, they're trying to ryan's like trying to talk to marissa she doesn't really want to talk luke is finally kind of talking to her a bit uh and it's just awkward teenage stuff there's not too much that happens right here yeah not a ton it's just kind of like the dynamic of who is talking to each other at the moment and who's yeah. not mm. Mm. Um, then we get the king shit fucking sandy scene Oh, oh, I want to marry this man. Um, the whole time though, I am like, did I mention this last? Who fucking knows? I am like, I'm like, this Peter Gallagher is the most Irish fucking Catholic motherfucker 
And he's meant to be like, <laughs> he's meant to be yeah. this like fucking Jewish kid from the Bronx. And I'm like, your name's Peter Gallagher. You're not Jewish. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there's anything wrong with that. But I am, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there is, I, it's debatable like whether Gentiles should be playing Jewish characters. But I am like, Peter Gallagher, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is a king shit moment, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Julie and the other unnamed fucking stupid woman, uh, they're talking so fucking loudly in this cafe. Like, oh, well, Kirsten shouldn't have brought this delinquent there, you know, she set this fire and uh, she's just, see, she just doesn't pay attention to her child because she's too busy working. Mm-hmm. And that- we criminals in our backyard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he technically, like, not even, he hasn't actually done anything, which if they had bothered to ask, they would know. Um, he just happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. you know. And also, yeah. I guess we're not going to get into, like, how poverty affects, you know, your uh, what happens to you in life. But yeah, he's just been in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's not technically a criminal. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Um, so Sandy over here is obviously... Uh, he just happens to be in the same cafe, but I think you could hear them in Belgium. Yeah, no, they are so loud. Just ridiculous. Uh, he goes over to their table and just sits down with them, and Julie just looks (laughs) extremely astonished, and then- He, like, takes a piece of the muffin. Literally just grabs it right off the top and takes a (laughs) bite, and she's just staring blankly, and- (laughs) And he's like, oh, Julie, I I heard you. I just thought I'd I'd sit down with you ladies. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because you're from Riverside, right? I'm from the Bronx. Riverside isn't all that different from the Bronx, right, Julie? Um, Uh Uh-huh. And I don't think any, I don't think Julie had told anyone that she probably grew up poor. Um, She's like, in fact, Riverside isn't that far from where Brian's from. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, and this is a community that welcomes outsiders. So, you know, I'm not offended by what you said, but I'm just disappointed, you know, as, as you know, knowing that we both come from poor neighborhoods and we're both so accepted into this community. <laughs> just <laughs> just it's so funny. shit, right? Just uh-huh. like bodied. Bodied. I mean... I don't know whether I I don't know if Julie's like told people that or whether she has spun it slightly differently, of like I worked my way up yeah. Yeah, and didn't just like marry well. Um, no, there's anything huh. wrong. I mean, I still think marrying well is is working your way to the top. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it's obviously pot kettle black to to do that really. Yeah, and she definitely would have. She has shame associated with it. Yeah, she's whereas on Sandy ads. is very. Yeah, Sandy is very open about it. He's just like, yeah, I make way less than my wife does. I married into this society, and yeah, he's uh, like, I, I mar- didn't come from anything. He's like, I married well. I'm from the Bronx, like J Lo. Yeah, in uh, Jenny from he the is. Block, where she's like from the Bronx. It's exactly that. <laughs> yeah, every five seconds, yeah. he's like from the Bronx. Uh, it's great, and then he just walks away. He's like, he gets a call actually um, that they found Ryan's mother, so he gets a. So he's like, "Excuse me, ladies, nice mm-hmm. sitting with you." Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, then we get a nice little cute scene with Seth and Kirsten and uh, Ryan where Ryan's like, oh, what do you do for a living anyway? And Seth's like, you're never going to understand it because I'm smart and I don't understand it. And Kirsten's like, explains it to Ryan. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I get it because I've worked construction before and I'm, you know, smart yeah. in a different way from your son. <laughs> I don't yeah, even know if fucking- Seth is smart in a book way. Like, I don't even – Seth isn't even, like, a nerd in the way that he's, like, intelligent. He's, he's literally just, like, I like stuff. He's pretentious. That's the it. Yeah, he's just he's fucking pretentious. pretentious, which doesn't yeah. equal smart. It just means you know about stuff. It doesn't mean you know and, things. It means you know yeah, about stuff. And, just because yeah. people don't like you doesn't mean you're smart. <laughs> Like, I wish I wish more men understood that, in fact. Yeah. I wish people were like, just because people don't like you doesn't mean you're some fucking tortured genius artist. It just mm-hmm. means you're annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the case is here. Um, yeah. But yeah, he gets it. And I like this scene because I like to see Ryan and Kirsten get to bond a bit because they haven't yeah. really had a ton of like good scenes together yet. But no, it's nice. And I- I think like further on like you definitely see like a bond between like her and ryan and i mean i guess it's weird it's like let's put the blonde the blondes together and the little brunettes together but that is kind of how the family <laughs> dynamic evolves yeah and it's very cute it's good um and then, <laughs> then we get Julie complaining to Jimmy, being like, Sandy was so rude to me earlier. He came up to me in front of my friend and said I was from Riverside. And he's just like, honey, you are from Riverside. What are you talking yeah. about? She's like, it's the way that he said it. <laughs> Which- um- yes, yeah, he didn't. I mean, he was making a point. Um but I think this is also where Jimmy tells, because Julie's going off about the the, uh, the Coens, and Jimmy basically tells her that, like, Kirsten loaned them $100,000 and, you know, be nice to him. Yeah. And she's just like, excuse me? Like, that do you know how this makes me look? And it's like, obviously Jimmy's not going around telling people about the loan like i don't think it makes you look like anything unless anyone somehow found out but yeah it should should be more like your mad your husband didn't tell you that you were in debt that bad yeah you that's kind of bad i feel like that's like i mean that is like nearing divorce territory think of my if my husband just told me that he like got out of huge loan and he was like, I was gonna tell you, I'd be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'd be like, you better leave this house in five minutes mm-hmm. or else I'm I'm gonna like just go ballistic. Uh, Cause that's a big fucking thing. But she's like, oh, this makes me look so bad. She's more worried about having a debt to the Coens than about the fact her husband lied to her. Yeah, which like, you should just be lucky that your husband isn't getting thrown in jail for doing his stupid white collar crimes. Uh, yet. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but she's, um, so she should be lucky about, she should be happy should that be, that's the case. She should, and she should be fucking livid at him that they were in like that. Much. Like where would, where, how do you lose that amount of money? First of all. 
right? Yeah, it's pretty like, bad. That's pretty fucking bad, dude. Um, and then, just, but yeah, so they have that fucking scene, and then we meet Ryan's mother again, right? Yeah, Sandy finds her. She's like working at a laundromat. And yeah, and yeah, yeah, she. Uh, yeah, he talks to her. He says, like, you know, I'm, I'm Sandy Cohen. I'm your son's lawyer, and like, he's been staying at my house. Blah blah blah. Um, she's she seems. I mean, she's a lot different than last time we saw her. Um, mm-hmm. since last time she like screamed at him to get out of her house. Yeah, um, and well, like last time she was definitely drunk, and now she's definitely working. drunk. Yeah, possibly mm-hmm. high. Um, like she seemed like she was not in a good place at all, and now she's she's clean apparently, uh, clean yeah. and sober, and has been for uh, I guess since then. Like a, it seems like it's been like a week or two. I think she yeah. says, yeah, yeah, because like um, Sandy invites her over to like come see Ryan and everything, and so mm-hmm. uh, when Ryan, Seth, and Kirsten get home from like their whole day. Sandy's in the living room with Ryan's mom and then they all have dinner together and she starts kind of like talking about all this stuff like how Trey wouldn't let her visit him at prison and but like she also broke up with her boyfriend AJ who is like he was kind of like a big part of the reason why things were so bad I guess because like he was hitting her and hitting Ryan and like making the drinking worse and it seems like it sounds just like it was a, a bad situation on all ends. Like, I think yeah. it maybe like his dad left, or at least his dad was abusive in some way. Um, and that she's like, the drinking got real bad with this ex boyfriend. But yeah. also, it seems like a problem that she kind of had before that as well. Um, yeah. Which obviously is not going to lead to a good home environment. Like, it just, and the money situation has not been good. Like, she was working at this she was working at this restaurant and she's like oh but i left there and whereas like they fired you so it seems like money's been turbulent as well like anything like pretty much you know what you can imagine a a tough situation to grow up in is is what ryan was growing up in and then yeah she's she's bringing it up like pretty casually and also very openly and Mm -hmm. it's um, something that ryan is one like probably triggered by in terms of like genuine ptsd and then yeah also the kind of shame of of his you know people he wants to look good in front of you know like there's yeah the shame definitely that comes with that as well yeah so he, he, he storms off it's very uncomfortable yeah he seems also just very tired of hearing these excuses about how mm-hmm. she's kind of making all these excuses like oh it was like all kind of it was all like kind of AJ's fault, but now that he's gone, things are going to be a lot better. And just all this stuff that he's just like, I'm tired of hearing this. And yeah, when he storms off, she does follow him. Yeah, and, yeah, and you get the yeah. you get the vibe from Ryan that like this has happened before. Not necessarily that she's told him to never come back. But that, you know, she might have had other boyfriends and she's blamed, you know, oh, it won't be like that. It won't be like the last time, you know. It was just that yeah. guy was that guy was shit. But this one will be fine. Or I'm not gonna yeah. not gonna date anymore. Like it's definitely you're right, it's definitely like a repeat situation. Um Absolutely. Yeah. And I she's like, the, it's gonna be yeah. different now. And, and like I think Yeah. The whole thing about her like being clean, obviously, like any amount of time sober is great. But I think to, like, look after a kid 
I wouldn't say a week without any sort of like rehab or like you know thing in place that we know of at least. Um, yeah, it's really like you know, I, I I don't I definitely do not blame Ryan for being like this is bullshit, um, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to go home with her. But yeah, he storms off. She follows and she apologizes for being a shitty mum. Mm-hmm. And then she starts doing the thing where she like compliments him kind of, where she's like, you're my last hope. And like, you're the good one of the, of my sons and you're the smart one. Like you've always been the smart one. And, and then she also makes the comment about, oh, now we have these people, these rich people who are willing to help us, which yeah. we never had before, which will, she makes it sound like that's going to solve all their problems, which I don't think that is how it works, but yeah, and I, I, I don't, I don't really think you should be. I think it's good enough they like took your fucking son in. Really, I mean, I'm always like scam the rich, but I'm yeah. also. I think I was like, ah, uh, they took your fucking son in when you just kicked him out. He could be anywhere, right? Yeah, and you didn't seem to be looking for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, because she could have very easily fucking looked for him. She could have just gone to the police station. But she doesn't seem to be looking for him, which is a, a, big, mm-hmm. a big question. Um, and I, that yeah. also doesn't seem to be one that either of the Coens have asked. Like, you know. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they took him in. And I don't necessarily know if you should be relying on them. And I don't know if that's what she was implying, but it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, and I feel like Ryan feels that way too, where it's kind of just like, yeah, no, these people have like actually been very kind and, you know, caring about me and everything. And it's not like, oh yeah, they're just going to come in and, you know, pay all our bills or something and get us on our feet. Like that, Mm -hmm. and she's known them for less than a day. (laughs) So, and they haven't, and she's just kind of assuming. Yeah, they they have not promised anything in terms yeah. of that, uh, so it's kind of presumptuous. Uh, but she's that. like, no, I, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm gonna change, blah blah blah, and I guess he believes her um, for now. I guess he's kind of just willing to give her a shot for the moment. Yeah. Um, because, like, we see them the next day, and it looks like him and his mom went out shopping or something. Like, they were out, or they went swimming, maybe, I think. I think she mentions that she goes in the water or something. Yeah. And, um, when they get back, Kirsten is like, oh, well, uh, cause Seth had just talked to her and been like, come on, mom, like, I don't know if this is a good idea. She doesn't seem like a very good mother. Like, I think we should, like, I don't know. I feel like Ryan should still stay with us. And he kind of just puts the idea in her head to maybe like have them stay a tiny bit longer. Cause she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, why don't you stay? I mean, you're not living anywhere permanently right now. Why don't you just stay a little bit longer? You can come to our casino night and that will be fun. Cause you know, of course, inviting a recovering alcoholic to a <laughs> big drinking party sounds like a fantastic idea to a place you know. with an open bar. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Very normal and regular to do. I mean, I guess we'll get into Kirsten's drinking eventually, too. Yeah, but, which made this know. whole episode, like, really awkward, because... Yes. Yeah. It's, I'm there, like, watching Ryan, like, struggling with his, like, alcoholic mother, and then I'm like, and you're gonna get another one! Um, yes. Ugh, it's just so um, weird. Yeah. 
but like at first his mom does kind of go oh no 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 like i i thank you for inviting me but i shouldn't go to a party or anything like that and she's just like oh no come like we'll give you something to wear you'll look nice and it'll be really fun and so eventually she does agree and they're gonna stay you know with the cohen's like a tiny bit longer like probably a couple more days um and so they all go to vegas night they decided on Mm -hmm. vegas i guess and yeah. this party is so fucking bananas. The amount of, like, party planning that went into this in the span of, like, a week or whatever turning into this, like, massive – like, I know they're rich people, but this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah there's all these, like, neon lights and stuff and, you know, uh, casino table, like, tons of tables and roulette machines and I am, you know, more the money that this would have cost. I guess you guys could have just donated that to charity. Um, but that is, that's my favorite rich people thing is they're like, we're having a charity gala. And it's like, if you guys just wanted to have a party, just say that. You guys can just yeah, have literally. a party. That's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but no, it's for charity. So you get to pat yourself on the back about it when you go yeah. and spend all your money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they go and they do that, and uh, so Ryan's mom starts gambling a bit, and he's kind of standing by her side the whole time. Like, they're hanging out. They seem like to be getting along fairly well at the moment, and she's just like, look, Ryan, you don't have to babysit me the entire night. Like, go see your friends. I'm having a good time. You go have a good time, and it'll be fun. Sure, that was a great idea um <laughs> yeah let me just leave my uh recovering alcoholic mother alone uh in a place with an open bar uh i i mean because yeah. he sees her like she flags down a, a waiter or whatever and asks um for like a tonic water and she's like see mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I still don't know i yeah i'm like mm. she doesn't seem to have like a sponsor or anything i mean that's the thing it like if she had if she had said like look i'm going to aa meeting i've got a sponsor you know i'll go to this event and like if it gets tough or i you know i can call them then you yeah. can be like okay yeah you've got a system in place um yeah or any sort of thing or she had gone to a rehab facility or she was just talking to a therapist or something you know yeah. mental like addiction and recovery is a very big thing it's not something you can just be like okay i'm clean now Oh, yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely something where, like, it's – I would never expect her to suddenly just be no. recovered. Yeah. And it's, like, such a TV thing of being, like, Woof, well, glad I've uh, – even though I've had addiction issues for years now, um, turns out I just need a good hug and uh, I'm all right. Yeah, turns out that's all I needed. <laughs> yeah. Turns out I uh-huh. just needed the love of my son and now I'm okay. Mm-hmm. so ryan goes to marissa and tries to talk to her and she's like being nice to him but pretty distant like well first of all luke is like watching them (laughs) but also like she wants to be polite but she also just doesn't want to stir shit up and is kind of like still getting over their last encounter and uh so after ryan walks away like I don't know. I think her and Luke seem to be kind of mostly normal after this. Like, she apologizes to him and is like, I shouldn't have left you at the party to go see him. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> I think he kind of he kind of accepts that, I guess, which is mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Seth, though. 
Seth, though. So he gets, like, I, I guess he's, like, talking to Summer, and Summer uh, wins at a game, and she so Seth walks away and then she loses. I think she just figures out that Seth is a lucky charm and she's like, "You're not going anywhere, Cohen." And he's like, "What hubba hubba?" Well, she doesn't even know his name. She keeps calling him like Stanley and like I think literally anything him, but Seth. I think she literally calls him Sandy at one point. Um, That's very good. <laughs> she's like, "I know your dad's name." She's just going around yeah. hunting for dilfs. It's a mood, and then yeah, she keeps like, she. Wants him to blow on her dice because she's superstitious. Mm. I mean, I just watched a fucking episode of The Nanny where this exact thing happened. So I think it's yeah. a sitcom, like, staple. But yeah, yeah it I, is a thing. I tend to go out for a cigarette at half three just to check on the dilfs. You know, I'm opposite of, <laughs> like, a primary school, so they all come pick up their kids. So I'm just like, that. Yeah. Like, Hi, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so that that's what seth's doing and then we get a bit where julie i think this is where julie comes over and she's like oh Kirsten, sandy i just wanted to thank you for that loan you gave us well he actually she says it to just sandy um yeah. she's like i just want to thank you for that loan you and Kirsten gave us hundred thousand dollars is very generous and sandy's like oh yeah uh, don't worry about it what are friends for and then <laughs> she, julie goes over to jimmy and is like he didn't know a thing about that loan it's so cartoon villain it's so funny. Also, just the entire editing of this whole part of the episode is just fucking bananas. Like, the amount of moving parts in the casino of everything going back and forth of, like, checking in with Ryan and his mom, and then checking in with Marissa, and then Seth, and yeah. then Sandy and Julie, and then just everything happening simultaneously is just a lot to take in. It's very good. I, it's a very well done Episode, yeah, it's a well thought out scene. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, because again, we kind of check in with so many people that I guess we'll just kind of go with the the stories a bit. Um, yeah. Because yeah, Sandy is then like later on we see Sandy talking to to Kirsten is like, why didn't you tell me you did that? Like, I'm not mad you did it. I'm just mad you didn't tell me. Um, because Kirsten says it was my money, and Sandy's like, I know it's not going to be my money. It's more than a fucking year. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just mad that like she didn't tell him about it um oh yeah which, which yeah is fair enough and mm-hmm. they i mean like they figure it out i think this is where she kind of sees because at that point she then sees uh ryan's mother has had too much to drink and mm-hmm. that she she does order from the bar at one point and she orders the same drink ryan ordered like a couple of episodes ago uh-huh. um which I noticed, and I was like, "Oh God!" Because it's, yeah, that's a nice obvious touch. It's a it's a nice touch. It obviously means that he he learned that from her, or like had little sips of it, and was like, "This is nice." Um, yeah, and it, yeah, so that's 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 that was that was like a good detail. I I noticed, mm-hmm. and yeah, she notices uh, she's had too much to drink, and she falls over at one point uh, over a table. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I see my parents. We've all been there. We've all been there. Like, I've obviously seen people drunk many a time. And I've, I've been in the- Who's among us haven't, hasn't fallen over at a party? 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen my parents, like, I've seen my parents had too much drink, several, you know, several times. There was actually one time, so, like, every, it might have been every, like, once a year, my mum's boss had, like, tickets to some racing event, like, horse racing, and I think they had, like, a little booth or whatever, box, that's it, they call it a box, they had a box, and, like, you know, my parents would go, it was, like, a work event, but obviously it was laid back, and they had, they had an open bar, and one year, um, I was too young to go, and also I don't want to be around old people or watch horse racing. Um, yeah. But one one year, uh, my dad came back completely legless, um, completely like the nearly like the drunkest I've ever seen him, pretty much, right? Uh-huh. And was just talking sh- like absolute shit. Remember it the next day, um, and my mum was like, he was flirting with every single woman that walked past. <laughs> Um, (laughs) i think she wasn't even offended because they weren't attractive he was just like (laughs) any woman that walked past he was like hi um and then the next year my mom came back and she like got so drunk she fell over and had like grass stains on her knees and i think at that point they stopped going but it was just yeah (laughs) it's just kind of funny that like what the first year my dad came back completely drunk and my mom was pretty much sober or is like what started drinking then realized he was having too much and was like oh fuck and sobered up and then the next year the exact same thing happened with my dad so uh, (laughs) you know parents at least from my experience with like my parents with like my mom and my stepdad for example they will just like alternate who gets to drink at like an event yeah because it's like one person has to be the designated driver so one person will be like all right i can just get shit faced and then the other person will be like okay yeah no i'm good (laughs) yeah yeah my parents usually do that like my mom's usually my mom likes driving so she'll usually be the driver Mm -hmm. um and I mean, usually if they're going out, like, they don't really go out, obviously not now, but, like, if they're going out somewhere, you know, usually my dad will have, like, a few beers, and my mum might have, like, one, because she's driving or something. Yeah. But, I mean, so it's, like, it's definitely embarrassing, and it's, like, an uncomfortable thing to see your parents drunk, and I think it is shown really well, but I do think it is so over the top that, like, she falls over this table... While also, like, completely slurring every single word she said. And she's like, oh, someone help me up. Um, Very much yelling. Yelling. And every single person in this casino is just staring at her. Um, Yes. And, you know, Kirsten has to be like, it's okay. Oh, you know, it's just, it happens to everyone. It's like, I think it, like, and especially as we already know, she's has, like, the problems with drinking. I, I don't necessarily know if it needed to have gone th- that far that she was completely yeah. wasted. Obviously, I mean, I know it's different with different people, but like, obviously, it makes sense that like once she drinks, she drinks hard. Um, yeah, but that's true. I, it would have just made sense if she had gone over to Ryan or something. Um, or she was stumbling a bit and someone realized that she had been drinking and they could just smell it on her, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, 
like you could, if you were watching her even remotely, you could see her ordering drinks. Cause like yeah. before this, before it happens is when Kirsten goes over to her and is just like, don't you think you've maybe had enough? Like maybe you shouldn't have another one. Mm-hmm. And I like, it's not like they need to babysit her or anything, but like no. maybe having someone just at least kind of check in every once in a while to be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, even yeah, if she, she wasn't an alcoholic, it's like, you don't even know anyone here. Yeah. Like, maybe check in on her. Yeah, they could have done, they definitely could have done it in a in a more subtle way of even just yeah. like someone went over to her and they were like, you know, realized she was a bit drunk and they were like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Then, you know, they could be like, well, let me have some of your drink then. And it causes like an argument or something that makes a, a public scene without yeah. her just being, I don't know, like, just like, I'm just going to fall on this table. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of very much like the prison thing where they really wanted to show us just how much Ryan couldn't be in the situation he was in before. Like, no, we we can't just leave you in prison because you're going to get fucking murked. Like, Mm -hmm. we we cannot leave you with your mother because clearly she is being irresponsible and wouldn't – it just wouldn't be good for you to go home with her. Like – they kind of had to play it really over the top to make it like, well, we guess we really don't have any choice but to keep you here, huh? Yeah. Have you ever, <laughs> this is, this is a deep, this is good, this is another reference, only for the British people. Um, but there's this clip of like Katie Price, who's like a famous for being famous person over here. And she's, on this like daytime talk show. And she's like, this is real, but like, she's very her life is just incredibly dramatic and she's like i was held over at gunpoint uh my son was had a kidnapping threat my horse uh got run over by a car and died i caught my husband having uh cheating on me in the stables and <laughs> she's just like going through all this shit that's like happened to her within like a year and that's how i feel like that's how i feel like this episode is like that's like, just Ryan, what the oc is that's yeah, the plot the, of the show the ryan is just like uh yeah so my my dad was abusive my stepdad was abusive my mom's an alcoholic uh my brother's in jail i was in jail i was adopted i was in house fire i was in jail again (laughs) (laughs) and it's like this happened within a month (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this is only episode three can't wait to see how the rest of the season goes Uh, for him yeah it's just that that cliff is so i mean it shouldn't be it's one of those things that shouldn't be funny but it is it's it's a lot to yeah that is very dramatic yeah exactly like she was like oh i think she was like one of my horse my horse got run over my other horse i had to shoot um like i uh, thought it got held up a gunpoint in south africa uh got run over by a car broke both my legs it's uh Jesus. It's yeah it's a bless her heart she's had a she's had a tough fucking life but she's a strong mm-hmm. woman love her um <laughs> so yeah so the, the Cohen's kind of uh well actually Luke and Seth come over and pick her up because Ryan is Ryan is understandably like frozen um yeah by all this and so Seth and Luke pick her up and uh Ryan kind of snaps out of it um and helps her a bit and the, the Cohen's leave and Kirsten tries to do damage control and it's just like, oh, she just had a few too many. You know, it's happened to all of us. Everyone, go back to what you're doing. It's just the way everyone stops. Everyone is, like, watching it with secondhand embarrassment. 
just staring and then Kirsten being like, don't worry, she's with us. And just, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Everyone, you could hear a pin drop in there. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. Like someone just fell over. I can understand that making a commotion, but then you'd be like, oh, she's all right. Okay, cool. Like, honestly, like they go to parties so often with a lot of drinking. You're gonna see... It's like there's plenty of rich alcoholics too. I was like, gonna there's, say <laughs> there's there's plenty of rich alcoholics. You're absolutely gonna see this happen at other parties too, with <laughs> only rich people there. Like you're telling me that like none of these women have a bit of an issue with some pills. Come on, yeah. they're all stuck. All of apart from Kirsten, they're all stuck at home all day. Which mm-hmm. again, like thinking of that, I was like, oh, all these women are like rich housewives stuck at home all day. Of course they're having a couple glasses of wine. And then there was that, that scene from The Simpsons where Marge is like, oh, I guess all the housework's done. I guess I'll have a glass of wine. And it goes, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine there are several women like that. Like, yeah, they're even, not even just the women, but the men. Of course, there's all fucking rich people. Mm-hmm. Rich people can drink too. And they do. They they fucking do. They neck it back. Why do you think this place has an open bar? That is a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so they go home. I guess we go to the next day and um, she's heading out. Yeah, Ryan's mom's he- heading out. Um, she's got her jean jacket and jeans out. on. <laughs> she's trying to she's sneak. She's got her Canadian... Yeah. <laughs> she's got a Canadian, Canadian tuxedo, tuxedo on. on. Yeah. 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 I think she had it on earlier. It's like, golf queen. Uh, but she's trying, to, she's trying to fucking sneak out on her son. <laughs> and she's a terrible mother. I'm sorry. Minus, yeah. like, even without the addiction issues, because, you know, it's a disease and everything, but it's obviously affected Ryan quite deeply. But I'm like, well, mm-hmm. without that, She's just like sneaking out of her son. She didn't bother to try and find him. And now she's just sneaking out. Like, it's one thing for her yeah. to maybe, in a temper, be like, get out of my house. It's another thing. Cause, like, okay, yeah, whatever. We all say things in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, should have said it, but like, you know, my parents have said stuff to me and then they're like, I immediately take that back. Um, but I'm like, even without that, you're trying to sneak out on your fucking 16-year-old kid. What are you doing here, lady? Yeah. And then, like, because she gets caught, because Kirsten comes in, like, to check in on her and see how she's doing, like, as she's walking out, she's just like, Kirsten's trying to be like, you can't do this. Like, you, you, <laughs> your son is here. You can't just walk out on him. And she tries to pull the whole, like, this is the first good thing I ever did for him like which okay yeah i mean you could also just have that conversation with the cohen's and him and be like yeah. i you know i need to fo- i need to look after myself that's that's a yeah that's a good thing for a parent to do to to be like no i actually i need to look after myself before i can look after him and maybe i should yeah. you know i need to get clean basically like for a longer period of time or you know get a system in place whatever that's fine but like yeah maybe have that conversation beforehand and maybe let him know that you're just walking out <laughs> you're, and it's, leaving it's like when people like leave fucking babies in baskets you know on nunneries uh-huh. except the baby already loves you <laughs> you Literally. know you're just yeah. abandoning your child cool 
Um, and she does, she says to Kirsten, like, he deserves a real, he deserves a real mom and, you know, mom that loves him and I can't do that, you know, a good mother. And I'm like, well, you know, I guess the, like, Kirsten, Kirsten is a good mother. Um, but it's the whole time I was watching this, I was like, oh, I know she's going to have her own problem with the dick, with like alcohol and, uh, Ryan's got to go through that twice. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a fucking uh, but then but- of course Ryan comes out <laughs> of like before does. she leaves, and so he sees her walking away, and they they just have like a knowing look of him realizing, oh, this is happening. Okay, great, and <laughs> oh. then she gives him a pathetic wave. <laughs> he's like oh my mother traumatized me yet again and uh now she's just abandoning me without saying goodbye okay cool cool oh poor ryan god it's amazing i mean i know we're like kind of ribbing on ben mckenzie a bit for just doing a james dean impression um his his acting does get a lot better and i think it was really good this episode because like you definitely once you get more of Ryan's backstory, you're like, oh shit, this kid's been through a fucking lot. And he's still yeah. a nice, he's still a nice kid, but he is just a bit, you know, he, he's a bit troubled, you know? Um, and I think he does that, he does that well throughout most of it. Of, of Ryan is mm-hmm. a nice, he's a nice person. He's a good person, but oh, he yeah, just, definitely. he just needs to, he just needs to learn to love and trust people, which is difficult. I can imagine after going through all of these things we've talked about today that yeah, even you would be a like, bit troubled. <laughs> you would be a bit you troubled might, by stuff. You might have a hard time opening up to people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he does a good job. Um, is that kind of the episode, right? Or do we get a bit with Sandy and... Yeah, it's really just, they come back inside and Sandy's like, oh, where's Ryan's mom? And Kristen's just like, oh, Ryan's going to stay with us now. And uh, they have a nice moment where they check in and are like, oh, are you okay with everything? And they're just like, yeah, we'll get through this. And, uh, and then Seth and Ryan just hanging out together. Yeah, besties. They're besties. already like brothers. Ugh. I love it for them. Yeah. Well, that's the episode, episode three. Uh, so we okay. So I feel like there's like not much to rank here because Ryan no. is obviously the the best one of the, the, okay. Summer was barely here. Marissa Summer, was barely yeah. there. <laughs> Marissa's barely there. Like everyone else has like a couple of scenes where they are doing anything of note. So it really is like Ryan's episode. And like I said, I think uh, I think Ben McKenzie does a great job. Um, and I think he, you know, stays that level for the rest of it. Like, again, I think all of them do a really good job with the characters they play. I just really think this is where we're getting a lot of depth from him, which is good. Definitely. I like to, yeah, I love to good. see it. Mm-hmm. I think that I would put Seth last because <laughs> of the moment where he walks in and sees Summer in her bra and then does the fucking jizz in my pants face. <laughs> Like, so that's bad. I know he's a teenage boy, but I really i I find it hard to believe that Kirsten and neither Kirsten nor Sandy was like, "Hey, if you see someone like, like if you see someone like a half undressed, like don't ogle them." You know, literally, they live somewhere where people are in bikinis on the beach all the time. Like, 
you get used to it probably of yeah not doing that i don't know I, I mean i don't know where the thing came from that like a bra is somehow scandalous but a bikini is fine it covers up yeah literally the same amount of flesh um in yeah. fact i have most my bikinis cover up more than my bras just by like a yeah. teeny tiny amount but that's because <laughs> i got mahusa boobies and yeah. uh, i need as much support as possible so if i'm swimming mm-hmm. i need support yeah we don't want them coming out i don't want them popping out so my bikinis got me covered mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't know where that came from but i i struggle to believe that like they raised him to be like yeah it's fine to just look at a woman's boobs <laughs> yeah it's normal to just stare and it's normal to, to the just point st- yeah yeah to the point where she's just like hello like what the f- like she like uh, I fucking hate. I don't hate Seth because I do think he's an interesting character in some ways, but mm-hmm. I do hate some of the things about him. A lot. I hate just like the way they wrote him. Like I think if if this was written now, this is the thing. I really, truly, honestly think they could do an actually really good reboot of the OC. Um, mm. This is. I mean, okay my pitch i suppose is like one i would say make ryan a, a person of color um because mm-hmm. it feels kind of like eh, and it would be more obvious to just do that um he like he already sticks out he sticks out class wise like just make him stick out otherwise um and then you can have i think seth instead of being this like because also Adam Brody, no one's ever found Adam Brody unattractive. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, just make him at least a little bit weirder looking. Um, yeah. Like, even if he just is shyer. But I think, because if you have a pet, like, Sandy and Kirsten are obviously very nice people. Um, I think that Seth would be nice. I think he would just, like, genuinely be awkward, but not in a way that's like, women are stupid. Um just you know in the type of way of like i don't know maybe he talks too much or maybe like or maybe he literally like is autistic you know i we spoke before about him being like coded that way possibly i mean maybe just make the subtext text at that point and like it's not that he's weird it's just that he's different and because the kids there are so snobby that that's why he doesn't have friends it's not because because there's not really a reason why he doesn't have friends, you know? Well, the reason is that he's annoying, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> the reason is that he's just an asshole for no reason. But it seems like he's always yeah. been that way. Well, even when he grew yeah. up with all these people. So, like, Part I don't... Part of it... Yeah. yeah he, he thinks he's better than other people because of, like, the interests he has. Like, he thinks they're more <laughs> intelligent than what the other people like. Even though he's like, yeah, my interests are, like comics and it's like that is not more sophisticated than like whatever the fuck summer is into and he has the same music taste as marissa which like i don't know maybe if he'd actually spoken to people and not been narsal he would have had friends so like yeah maybe just make it um make the subtext text at that point and just have that the kids are all just like snobby mean assholes their parents are rich distant mm-hmm. arsehole so they're not nice people and it's that Seth someone has nice parents but just sticks out true hmm? oh i was just saying someone needs to be gay like they could make seth a gay they could, they could make seth a lesbian make seth a lesbian again yes maybe they're all waspy assholes 
and we're like, yeah. What? And then we just have Seth as like a Jewish lesbian, and he. And that's, yeah. summer could just be summer still. Summer, summer. And then they can literally just be the meme of the 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 two girls who are dating, who are the the bimbo and the girl with the book. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. We've done it. Right. Someone. 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 Get Water Brothers on the phone right now. Put this on after Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Seth would just be so much more tolerable if he was a gay girl. Yeah. Let's make him. Let's make him a a a, a Jewish autistic lesbian, and um, we'll also have Marissa still. Marissa is just just bi now. Like she's just straight up bi. Uh, yeah. Summer is Summer is a lesbian, but she's like full bimbo lipstick lesbian. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan is there. <laughs> Ryan is the fucking one like cis het dude that is just friends with the lesbians. That everyone has the one in their friend group. <laughs> everyone just has the one fucking straight friend in a in a group. I realized like mm-hmm. I'm the fucking cis friend in my friend group, like. I'm just like hi. I'm just the the nerdy token cis friend, but <laughs> that's fine. I love my friends. Yeah. <laughs> mood, big mood. Um, we have a question in our yeah. Tumblr inbox. So uh, if you want to send us a question, you can send it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com/ask, and our ask is from friend of the show Steph. Uh, two by two furious on tumblr who's asking would you say sandy cohen is an unproblematic fave hmm i mean well like i said earlier there's the 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 the, as i mean the character i can't think of any problems we have uh i mean like i don't know if there's i don't know if anyone is even capable of being like an completely unproblematic person which isn't like not something that it's not something you can really strive to be, I guess. No, is what I'm no, to say. it's like, essentially it's essentially being perfect, which is obviously impossible. Which is, yeah, and, and yeah, I think from like a from either an in in universe or like outside universe, no, but yes, like he's he's your t- he's your good dad. You know, when you like talk about like good dads and stuff, you talk about like good sitcom dads. Like, yeah, and it's, I don't, I was trying to think, like, Professor Utonium, who again, big eyebrows, maybe that's the, maybe that's mm. the, that, maybe that's the winner, big eyebrows. Um, but, you know, like your Professor Utoniums or your, um, I'm honestly blanking, there are no good fathers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean when you have like the mm-hmm. best TV dads, like, he's always there because he is a good guy. Definitely. And yeah, I don't think he's necessarily like, I don't know, like, I think about him and I'm just like, yeah, in general, you seem like a pretty cool guy. And I have no qualms, qualms with being like, he's one of my favorite characters on a TV show. But I also just like a lot of characters who really suck too, who are like terrible people. So it's not like I would have a problem with that, even if he was. That's (laughs) true. I mean, the way our favorite characters are like Julie and Sandy, like the dichotomy of man. Yes. Well, that's the thing is those are the best kinds of characters. Yeah. It's either like you're the blah, blah, huge bitch woman or you're the nicest man, the nicest, kindest man to ever exist. Yes. I think 
and I mean that's my ideal relationship is I'm just like horrible evil woman and I just have some fucking <laughs> puppy dog following me around. Um ideal. Yeah. I I would I would say yeah, I'm with you. I think he's just like a nice guy. I, I'm vaguely remembering a a part where like I think a woman he worked with had a bit of a crush on him. I think it was like again like that Simpsons episode. Um, yeah and he was like no you know there was a bit of a flirtation there but obviously he went back to Kirsten yeah no exactly yeah he definitely he definitely doesn't like cheat on his wife no at any point that I know of uh I don't know he just he's generally a good person who wants to help people like yes he does live in a rich people society i don't know if you can be entirely unproblematic if you're a rich person even if it's yeah. from marriage but for a rich person i think this is about as good as you can be yeah that's what i mean i think the the least offensive way to be a rich person is to like be to to be gen either to like genuinely be like self-made and also like give back most of it um or to marry rich because if you marry uh-huh. rich it's not technically your money so you only have so much say into where it goes um and also i respect the hustle yeah no for sure and like the job that he does do is very like he obviously like he he basically said he makes less than a hundred thousand dollars a year he works with helping people you know get back on their feet and defending people who are being charged yeah, for crimes probably like, for, he, like he, yeah probably unjustly yeah. as well like he's basically exactly. using his wife's money to do a good thing yeah exactly because he so, i mean he gets paid but like he's essentially he wouldn't necessarily really be able to live off that by you know unless he lived quite you know, close to the means. Um, yeah, at least not in the current lifestyle. That not, he has. No, definitely like, not in the current lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, he'd probably be able to have like a nice house or something, but he'd need to. He would be working very hard to afford that house, really. Yeah. Um, and still being able to, like, you know, he's. I mean, uh, we can talk about it all day. I don't know how much people earn. Um, but he's <laughs> he's basically using. He's basically just like living comfortably and also doing a good thing so i'm like eh yeah no for sure eh, it's fine eh. you know yeah. if i met someone they were like do you know what my partner is fucking loaded and i'm doing charity work in the meantime i'd be like fair enough dude fair yeah. fucking enough if it's like genuine work and it's not just like oh i'm gonna wash up some dishes you know we have a fucking casino night for charity charity in quotations yeah but and the other thing he does is he does try to make his son realize i think he does put in some effort to put to making seth realize just how privileged he is for being <laughs> yeah. born into that life yeah. like yeah no maybe he should hang out with ryan so that he knows what real people are like yeah i think he does try like throughout the series as well to be like um I mean, you're not, like, your life is, like, easy as fuck, by the way. Just so you know. I mean, even with Seth, it's like everyone else is having the fucking trauma, you know? Marissa, jeez, Marissa also has a Katie Price moment coming up of, like, she's <laughs> yeah. shot and kills someone and becomes a, a teenage alcoholic and, you know, 
A lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens to Marissa in like four seasons. Happens mm-hmm. more stuff happens to Marissa than anyone else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, Seth is just like, oh, this really hot girl has a crush on me, and then this other really hot girl has a crush on me. Yes, that's a fucking baby. Oh, it sucks. It's so hard being rich. Like, you know. Yeah, I really feel for you, Seth. <sighs> Life's hard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's episode, right? That's our episode. So uh, we mentioned this in the Discord, but we did pause our Patreon right now, so I won't bother plugging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, well, I don't know, probably until we figure out when we can have like a more stable recording schedule because we haven't put out many episodes recently. Yeah. But you, we are still putting them out, obviously. Yeah. If you want to send us money, just like manifest it for us. Yeah, he can just like give you my PayPal uh, if you want. <laughs> I was gonna, no, I was gonna say like just be like, Alex is gonna find five pound on the street. You know, just like True. imagine it happening, and then it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, happen. or you could just I don't know, fucking PayPal us. Like, but yeah, you don't have to do that. I was just, I was just joshing, yeah, just joshing, just joshing. Um, yeah. yeah so won't plug that but we yeah if you want to find us elsewhere you can find me on twitter at age of oddish and you can find me on tumblr at windfall island although i am posting there a lot less than i post on twitter Mm -hmm. um and yeah you can find me on i guess you can find me on twitter at alex lavago i'm on instagram at alex king chuck which i guess i'm also posting on both those pretty regularly so speak Hell yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we will be back soon. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is because the Patreon is paused right now, you can go check out our backlog of Keanu episodes if you go to patreon.com slash... Fuck. I can't remember patreon.com slash county girls. I think we are slash county girls. <laughs> but, um, oh no, we're patreon.com slash CGMD. Yay. If you go to patreon.com slash CGMD, you can find the feed for all of our Keanu episodes, which is like... 13 of them or something like that we've done now uh so go check those out because there's a backlog if you're looking for more content yeah um yeah check us out if you want more of us um and on on uh noisebase.xyz you can find our creator profiles (laughs) is that not it it's xyz i said z right you did yeah fucking american semen it is through osmosis (laughs) Um, has made me. I think I said Z the other day. It was really weird. So, oh blame, god, blame that. It's bizarre. Yeah, no, I hear Canadians say it sometimes, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're Canadian. Why are you saying Z? What is? <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm blaming. I uh, I'm blaming the fact that I have dated now a couple of American guys. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Guess I'm a yank through osmosis. Um, I don't want to. I don't want that to happen. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, don't I, be so hard on yourself. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'll try not to self-flagellate too much, but yeah, X Y Z, you guys. Yeah. Uh, you can find our, our creator profiles. You can find the other episodes we've been on on a bunch of other shows. And uh, yeah, if you just <laughs> if you just can't get enough of us, exactly. Uh, well, thank you for listening. And tune in next time we put out an episode for episode four. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so long and good night, gamers. Kiss can't score on the lips. Mwah.
Fuck cops. And yeah, fuck cops. Bye. Bye. We got more bounce in California than all y'all combined. We got more bounce in California. We like to party all the time. We got more bounce in California where the hustlers all reside. We got more bounce in California. Rolling easy when we ride. Well, excuse me for a while, but it's time to play.